Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the What Did He Said podcast. Uh, today, we want to talk about how we just kicked off the tour. Shout out to Dallas. Uh, of course, there's a lot of wildness going on, a lot of crazy, sad, um, disturbing things that we've seen on the TV and social media, and uh, especially social media. Uh, and we definitely want to uh, touch on that, talk about that. Um, let me just set a little timer because after this, we got to go do... We're going to go live for all my Facebook people. So uh, if you haven't had a chance, make sure you subscribe to my Facebook because we tend to go live there from time to time. Uh, however, in Dallas, we did not have time. <laughs> I don't know, something fell. We didn't have time. That's just how it be because we're back to work, back on the road. Well, let me introduce myself because... Right. Uh, well, it's just awkward. <laughs> it's, it's awkward. It's awkward because we just got back. We're trying to get back in the groove of things. The economy just opened up. I'm unemployed. I'm laid off. Texas Workforce Commission thinks I'm still laid off, even though we have 50% of the room. But uh, anyway, give it up for my co-host, Marisol. Hey, everybody. Get in there. It's been a minute. Uh, I'm glad to join you today, boo. Great, great, great weekend. Uh, shout out to everybody that came out um, in Addison. You guys fucking just... Really, we're looking for some healing, and I think that everybody that came out that night has started to slowly uh, start to heal with laughter, and I was exciting, and everybody was happy, and as everyone came up to the merch table, uh, they were so happy that you came out, babe, even though you had some negative comments on social media it's for starting. Be, there's always going to be a troll or two. Uh, there's always going to be somebody out there that doesn't have a major in economics that just thinks they're a virologist. But go ahead. Sorry, baby. Well, no, no, no. I mean, it's, it's true what you're saying because what no one understands is, is that everybody thinks Texas in general is crazy for opening up the economy, too right? Soon. It's too soon. What people don't get is that there are a lot of people also who um, have to get back to work because guess what? Whatever it is that you're making off of this unemployment, um, it's probably not enough if you have a family, you know? And so a lot of people are ready to get back to work because of those issues. Other folks make it enough with whatever they're receiving, and they probably have other types of assistance, which is great if that's what you do. But for those who can and are ready to go to work and, and they're able to have a job, and if you've been working during this whole entire pandemic shit shout out to you for going out there and putting yourself in that situation however this weekend um the addison improv did an amazing amazing i will repeat amazing job and making sure that they fought went above and beyond whatever the cdc protocol is uh they went out of their way and made their own shit like to even be more safe than what was just the requirement from were, the cdc so, um, you know, from making, from checking fevers as people were coming in, coming in, excuse me, um, at first they were only selling single tickets, meaning that you could buy as many tickets as you want. And then they went into selling table seats only because by that point, um, they can't sit you with strangers. So now you have to buy a table for two or a table for three, for, depending on who's, who's in your party, you know? And um, they were checking for fevers. There's no paper menus. You scan a, a QR code and your menu pops up. Um, 
the tables were had uh, like butcher paper so that, you know, as soon as the, that show finished, all they had to do was pick up that butcher paper, put a new one. So that way you weren't even touching the last person's, you know, germs or whatever you want to call it. And on top of that, every wait staff member had even the managers even the owner, the owner was there, guys. A lot of you guys that went out didn't even know the owner was there because Chingo was basically the guinea um, pig, the guinea pig uh, that opened up the first kind of weekend out there in Addison. And you guys showed up. Uh, Friday night was almost sold out. Saturday night was sold out. And Sunday night was almost sold out. So there's people out there who are ready to get out there and start healing and start uh, laughing and starting to have a little bit of normalcy in their lives again. Um, and, and I appreciate that guys from the bottom of my heart. And I know that you do as well, Chingo. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, but shout out to the trolls, man. The trolls are doing what they do. They want to just be on the sidelines with their economics degree, yelling out too soon, not knowing that the employees of a lot of these businesses got kids and got mortgages or got rent to pay and groceries to get. And, uh, like Marisol said, I mean, you know, people, you don't want, you don't want the economy shutting down end up killing more people in the long run than COVID. And then more people become poor. And then what do you and do then, then? And then you wiping out the middle class, you wiping yeah. out the lower class, the rich get richer. So it's a very complex thing, but a shout out to Governor Abbott. And uh, I just want to reiterate what uh, Marisol said about um, the staff. They were very innovative, very creative. Yes. Like she said, checking fevers, uh, coming up with new ways to um, set up the table so that Every party, every family, every couple gets their own table. So although on video, it may look like a whole bunch of people not social distancing. It it, where's your mask? Where's your mask? They checked fevers. You know, they're spaced out. We got rid of the first two rows. I mean, I'm, I mean it still managed to be intimate, though. Uh, the crowds were great. Great feedback. People were just like, after being locked up for two months or however long, um, there's nothing like coming together with other humans and feeling that camaraderie and getting on the same wavelength and the same vibration, the same frequency. Um, so we had a hell of a time. Like I said, we didn't get a chance to um, go live as much. Uh, shout out to Penny. Penny was on tour. We had a two-year-old on tour. Uh, took her to Dallas with us at the Airbnb. Shout out to my sister-in-law, Cynthia who uh, entertained her and watched her um, and probably, got beat, probably got beat up by her while mommy and dad were at work. But uh, it, was f it felt so great to be back. Um, try I mean, I just crumbled up a lot of jokes. I didn't tell the birth story joke. I didn't tell the sign language joke. I didn't do like my little Netflix type joke. A whole bunch of stuff. Uh, the family reunion stuff. A whole bunch of stuff just was, got cut out. Because I hit people with new stories, new jokes, new new topics, uh, new new everything. So really and excited. People were so excited too to be out. And a lot of comedians hit me up, man. Andrew Schultz hit me up on DM. Felipe Esparza hit me up on DM. Lunell DM, because they were watching how you know Dallas showed up. Because us comedians, we don't know what to expect. You know, especially depending on what news channel you watch, you might literally think. COVID is on every surface, right? Yeah. Depending yeah. on what social media page you done got sucked into, depending on what you clicked on YouTube, you might be thinking COVID is just in the air. It's airborne and, you know, you're looking for who to blame. But um, I, I'm just, 
I'm just excited. I'm excited to hit more Texas dates. And I also want to look into what other states. If y'all can comment, uh, let me know. Reach out to me on you know, social media. Let me know, is your state, uh, are comedy clubs and restaurants and bars and stuff in your state, are they at 50%? Are they at 25%? We have a bunch of California dates uh, lined up. But unfortunately, Governor Newsom in California still has comedy clubs at 25%. Um, so... I think the fans end up losing, the clubs end up losing, the wait staff ends up losing, and we may not be able to go. We may not be able to go to California for any shows until Governor Newsom says, all right, guys, y'all could do 50%. Otherwise, it don't add up. After we pay flights and hotels and food and comedians and this, that, and the third, you know, ta cabron. Yeah, I mean... Uh, not, I don't know, 25%. Because yeah. some of these rooms, give them an example. Some of these rooms are only, but so, so big. for example, um, so your first stop is Ontario, babe. Um, and that's on June 18th. And then you're immediately, that weekend, Father's Day weekend, you're in Corpus Christi, right? Mm -hmm. So, for example, um, I think if I'm not mistaken, I could be, my math could be wrong, but... If you're only working at 25% in the, in the Ontario Improv is... One at, show, one night? You probably would do two shows there. Um, it be about 85 tickets times 85 two. tickets times two, you know? And so... 170 it, tickets. It's in... Unless we did three shows where it'd be like seven... It's a Thursday night, though, so usually shows don't start till 7.30 and, anyway. And right now, there might even be, maybe not in Ontario. But uh, I think there's curfews, right? A lot of places now have a curfew, so. And that's another thing, you guys. That's, that's another that thing. fuck up the economy. That's another thing that's going to fuck up the economy is these riots and these protests. And I get it. Trust me, do I get it? Like, I can't... Um, Empathize anymore. Empathize anymore. And, and I'm not jumping on the, on the hashtag Black Lives Matter bandwagon. Let me tell you guys why. Because I do my part every day, not just today on this blackout Tuesday that is going around. Um, I support black-owned businesses I, with, my, with my brown money. And um, you know what I'm saying? I uh, teach our kids not to see color. Um, to accept people for who they are. We there pray. are some we people, pray. we pray, you know, we pray for situations. Um, but uh, the, main, the main reason, sorry, baby. No, the, the main reason why we like to wait and see, and we like to wait and peep game, is because we noticed that the hashtag, which one is it? Is it hashtag Black Lives Matter Black on Instagram? Black Lives Matter, yeah, people With are using it. With the blackout, it proved to be counterproductive because people that are actually looking for resources, clicking the hashtag, ain't shit popping up. There's no call to action. It's just a bunch of black squares. So uh, our midwife, Afua, what did she post? Uh, she posted like why you shouldn't. And I reposted it, why you shouldn't use the Black Lives Matter uh, caption. And let me or tell hashtag. you, or hashtag. It says, um, hashtag Blackout Tuesday. Yes, use that one. But do not use the hashtag Black Lives Matter. Why? It makes the hashtag impossible to use because posts won't be found among millions of black squares. This is dangerous to anyone who uses this hashtag to share and or find information. Information. Keyword. Information. And so then, so what do you do, right? Delete and repost without tagging hashtag Black Lives Matter. Editing the caption won't fix it. So, keyword, information. What did we learn about corona? 
What did we learn about Corona? This right here, like people going on there looking for information and only things popping up is black squares with no call to action, no solutions. It reminds me of Corona. This is like another wear a mask, don't wear a mask. Yeah. Post black, don't post black. Yeah. Use a hashtag, don't use a hashtag. Wait, uh, go protest in March, but, but hopefully Antifa don't show up because they're like a parasite. And I feel, like, I feel like Black Lives Matter as an organization should call out and denounce and condemn Antifa and anybody else infiltrating, blending in, taking advantage of the scenario like, oh, wait till the crowd gets here. Then we're going to get our little hammer and bricks. You know, it's just, it's just I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past other countries to be like supplying water and, and gas money for, for out of town uh, troublemakers to come in. Because I heard 80, uh, fact check me, please fact check me, because these days facts are important and you don't want to be one that's like just spreading misinformation. But uh, if I'm not mistaken, I heard, please fact check me, that 80% of the people uh, arrested in St. Paul, Minneapolis, Twin Cities, we're out of town, out of state people mm. that are funded by somebody and these little mysterious pallets of bricks are just popping up and, you know, it might be convenient for another country. It might be convenient for an anarchist or a domestic terrorist. Um, and it's unfortunate because, meanwhile, it's disrespecting the actual cause and actual mission, which is it's been 30 years since Rodney King and police brutality and, and inequality and all that, uh, you know, goes beyond Rodney King, right? We can go back hundreds and hundreds of years. But just in terms of police brutality, using one example of Rodney King, where they also, where folks were also burning down, uh, you know, businesses, small businesses and throwing bricks and all this and that. Um, 30 years have gone by. If I'm not mistaken, fact check me. It's about 30 years. I was a kid. And... You still see it happening on camera in daylight. It's been Democratic uh, presidents. It's been Republican presidents. Um, 30 years worth and no solution. So we need to look at, like, what, what percentage does corruption play? What percentage does, like, lack of training, lack of empathy, over-policing in neighborhoods, uh, lack of uh, body cams? Because I heard body cams really don't, hurt with, don't help when it comes to convictions. I have a question. Yeah. Do you know how whenever, um, I, don't know, I don't know if you do or don't know the answer to that. I might have to Google that word while you're talking. But do police officers, when they enter the police academy and they've been accepted or whatever, do they have to take like a psychology test or a personality test? Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know because it, it varies. I'm sure there's some kind of test, like make sure you ain't a damn, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just somebody that's going to go on a rampage on day one. You know, but some of these cats, like I heard Joe Rogan say, some of these police officers, they're under a lot of stress. Some of them can't handle it. Some of them aren't fit to be out on the beat. Okay, well, I, I'm not I'm not defending before my words get yeah, twisted yeah, here, you know, I, because I have to be very careful with what I say because not saying not saying that I have such a big platform the way you do, babe, but my platform is okay and um I've had. You want to be part of the solution. I want to be part of the solution, not part of the bandwagon. I don't jump on bad bandwagons, so I don't do things just because the rest of the world is doing it. Like I literally do my research. Um, you know, I I want to know what I can do to help. You know, um, what does what do I need to do as a member of society, as a, a part of my community, to help 
make these changes. So with that being said, let's just say someone said, Marisol, please show up to City Hall today because we need people to encourage X, Y, and Z to be able to stop all this all this, uh, police brutality that's been happening, blah, 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 blah. I would probably do that because now you're giving me solutions. You're going to present solutions to people and I'm there to support the solutions. That's assuming I agree with what you're even suggesting, but I'm just saying that would be something that I would be for. I don't know how much of, of, uh, how much is actually doing by protesting, even if you're protesting peacefully, you know, unfortunately the protests have been hijacked. So although they may be organized with the intent of we're coming out to demonstrate because we have the right to demonstrate peacefully, uh, like uh, it's not an example of civil dis disobedience, but you have the right to march peacefully and protest peacefully. The problem is you're giving an opportunity to the real troublemakers, you know what I'm saying, Antifa and whoever else, these little undercover looking motherfuckers like who the hell is this dude with an umbrella and a hammer? You know, who's dropping off these piles of bricks? Who are these little punks with skateboards and spray cans that just, they just want to destroy? Mm -hmm. So I feel like what you just said. You said, all right, well, if Black Lives Matter posted, if their leadership, whoever that is, posted, hey, guys, this is our strategy. Um, this is what we aim to do to bring about change. Unfortunately... What happened was when, when, when America saw the video of George Floyd's life being extinguished before our, our very eyes, I think the whole country was on the same team. Everybody was empathetic. Everybody was like, nah, man. I, Maybe, I, unless you have some of them crazy Well, I mean, Nazi I don't know. People. I'm sure there are some crazy skinhead Nazi KKK motherfuckers. But for the most part, I'm talking about regular, normal motherfuckers right, um, said, oh, yeah, I don't want to see that anymore. How do we stop it? Mm -hmm. Well, the problem is, you know, of course, people said, hey, well, now we got to go protest to reinforce mm -hmm. the message, even though everybody was already sold. Everybody was ready to go. And now Antifa shows up, the little punks with the skateboards and the spray paint cans and the bricks and the Molotov cocktails and the you know, and then here come the rubber bullets and now here come the tear gas and then here comes the media with their fucking cameras mm -hmm. showing you bits and pieces of stuff. Uh, CNN chose to show a, I believe during one of the protests, out of all the shit that was going on, what they wanted to post is something that made shit worse. Mm -hmm. They posted a white cop uh, manhandling a black woman who was out there protesting or whatever. And that's what they wanted to show. It's like, you trying to make it worse. Like, if anything by CNN always showing stuff in the framing of everything is racism, you know, because right now everybody's blaming Trump. Trump, you ain't, you ain't did nothing during corona, you ain't doing nothing now. And it's like, okay, this shit been happening. You know, did Trump go and was he there in Minneapolis? You know what I mean? Like, how is... I just think people are mad that they he's not being as empathetic as they would like for him to be. He's not being empathetic enough, which is fine. <clears throat> I get it. Um, and I'm, I'm not saying I'm a Trump supporter, but here's what I am, I am saying is there's been plenty of other presidents in office, and how come no one has done anything about it? But because most people don't like Trump, they want to find another reason and, to make him a bad guy. And, and they've been watching certain news networks that 
go out of their way to ask gotcha questions and to show things out of context um, so that he's always to blame. He's always orange man bad, stupid Mr. Cheeto man. Uh, he caused all this with his America Great Again bullshit. And because of him, he, like Taylor Swift said, you've been fan. I don't even know if she really said it because these days, fake news is so easy to make with Photoshop. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is quote somebody, make it look like a tweet, post it, get about 10 of your bots to repost it, 10 of those bots repost it. Now you got 100 bots reposting. Now you got some other country that says, yeah, I want to fan the flames of racism. I want to see America turn third world country. So now let's keep them divided. Now I don't even know if Taylor Swift really said it, but anyway, it appeared that she tweeted uh, at the president saying, um, you've been fanning the flames of uh, white supremacy your entire term, and now you want to yada, yada, yada. That's why in November, whoa, what? So, okay, yes, in November we can vote. We can vote locally. I I don't even know when local voting happens, but, like, whoever the problem is, tell us who it is. Tell us what what police chief. Tell You know what I'm saying? Tell us what law needs to get passed. Uh, um, tell us if Kim K is able to go up in there with Kanye and be like, hey, we have a list of demands. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because she did manage to get prison reform happening, even though CNN talked shit about her and didn't want her to go up in there. They were, they were trying their best to keep her out. I don't out. know that she's going she's gonna, to... I'm sure she she's going to do pre- something. I'm sure she, could, she would probably do something well, for that. She presented prison reform to Trump, and Trump started letting people out. I know, but what I'm saying is she probably doesn't want to do this part yeah, only because touchy. it's too much. Her husband might... You know, maybe she can encourage her husband because you know what's going to end up happening. You know, that, they're going to say, oh, look at her trying context. to be black or she's, uh, she's only doing this because she's got mixed kids. They're going to find or, some kind of bullshit yeah, yeah, to be yeah, mad yeah. at her about, she's you part know? She's the problem. Um, you know, some about her sex tape. I don't know, but solutions, solutions, healing. We don't want to see this no more. I don't think anybody wants to live in a country where a cop can get away with not being empathetic. Like, they, if you already got them on the ground, you already got the uh, handcuffs, y'all already been dogpiling them for nine minutes. You got three, four people on, on, on this body. So, obviously, depending if they charge the other police officers or not, um, certain things are going to come into play. In court. I don't know. I don't even know how that shit works. If it's the district attorney versus the cops, if it's the cops doing an internal affair review, I don't know if it's the state of Minnesota versus Chauvin, the cop. I don't know how the shit works. But, you know, things like, well, he's a white supremacist, he's a racist. Okay, we could bring that into evidence if you have some. If not, let's stick to the facts. Was there bad protocol? Was there negligence? Was there corruption? You know what I'm saying? You can't just be like, systemic, okay, cool. So is it, how do we fix it? Is it the court system? Like, we were talking earlier, Mm -hmm. uh, real quick, we were talking earlier about, like, for instance, uh, Trayvon. That was a Hispanic dude with a a white last name, and the media tried to paint him as a white boy Mm -hmm. to make it seem like it's always white, black, black, white. Mm -hmm. Even though this is just a stupid motherfucker that wanted to play... He was just, I don't know, he was paranoid. He was seeing things. He thought Trayvon was a a, a bad guy. But due to that bullshit law, stand your ground in Florida, he got off. So anyway, uh, if you go by a case-by-case basis, like uh, Philando Castile, uh, the gentleman who was shot and killed by a cop, 
in his car, live on Facebook, while his girl had the Facebook live going, and they had a kid in the back seat, uh, like in a car seat. He was a legal uh, concealed hand, what is it? Concealed handgun license, license holder. Mm-hmm. I believe he, he alerted the cop, hey, I am, I do have my, what is it, CHL or CLH? Mm-hmm. And um, long story short, he got shot. So I believe the cop got off, maybe. Um, who's, what happened there? You know what I mean? So in the case of George, George Floyd, are they going to have to move the case out of Minnesota so that the cop gets a fair trial or because there's too much heat, too much media right there? Are they going to televise it in the courtroom? Um, what has to be done? Like, for example, what if Trump got on TV tomorrow and said, all right, look, here's, one of the, here, here's some ideas that were presented to me from whoever. It could be from the Black Lives Matter people. I don't know if they have a list of uh, demands or suggestions or ideas, but let's just say... They presented him to somehow, some way, to, it got to the president. He said, okay, I'm going to look like a hero because it's election season. If they decide that the solution is, all right, we need a billion dollars spread out to all the states for body cams because these motherfuckers don't be having body cams and they want to uh, always blame it on funding, for example, right? Imagine if he, uh, if he just signed a paper and said, hey, executive order, a new bill, or whatever, Congress, Senate, somebody got to vote on this. But who knows? Because I've heard body cams don't help with convictions. So I, I don't know what the solution is, to be honest with you. I really don't know what the solution is. But um, there's got to be something that we can do. Like, there's got to... Uh, I don't know. There's got to be something that that there's got to be some solution. And like I said, I don't really have the solution for it. Um, but what I do know is that I am um, I'm always doing my part every day of my life to be just a better human, to be a better um, member of society um, and to try to teach my kids to be kind humans, uh, nice uh, respect others, religious beliefs, uh, you know, respect others, nationality, um, and just be good humans. So we should all just practice being good humans. Hey, um, before I forget, these Antifa people, uh, I don't know if y'all saw it, but the Attorney General and the Department of Justice about to get on their ass. Uh, they said they're going to start categorizing them as domestic terrorists. So some of these people, these Antifa people, they, um, I guess they're anarchists. They just want to destroy. I'm assuming Black Lives Matter want to build a brighter future with more opportunity, more education, more jobs, more everything positive for the black community. Antifa coming around, muddying up their message, making them look bad because once the fires and the looting starts, and you know what I mean, the bricks start getting thrown and the tear gas happens, now the cameras are out. Now you're seeing a loop of people of all races looting and it's just making the Black Lives Matter uh, people and their message just, it just waters it down, it muddies it. And now people, maybe like a, a white person that was on the sideline watching, maybe in the first 48 hours, they were all in. They were like, oh my God, no, this has to stop. I, I, I don't even have to see the rest of the tape. Like, I don't care how much he was resisting. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm all in. This is so wrong. But then you start to see on the news a loop of people of all colors looting, rioting, taking stuff out of stores. And now, what do you think that white person on the sidelines is going to feel? Like, ah, uh, 
hey, man, you had me, you had me, but I'm not seeing no solution. And uh, some people suggest that, like, the Black Lives Matter folks should probably say, hey, tonight we're not going out to the streets because we don't appreciate how these Antifa motherfuckers, these domestic terrorists, are coming in here making us look bad. And we're having, now you having to go on social media to find the clips of Black Lives Matter people telling the Antifa people, hey, who are you? Why are you here? What are you doing? We're not here for this. Put the spray can down. Right? John Jones had to go snatch up some spray can. Where did they come from? They're, they're, some people say they're funded by, I don't even want to say the name, but, um, you know, they're getting paid and these pallets of bricks are getting dropped off. So that's why, that's why people, some folks suggest Black Lives Matter should probably find a different way of engaging and demonstrating. In other words, you going out into these, like, I, what was it? Uh, they said Montrose area. They were going to do mm-hmm. that too. Was that last night? Yes. I mean, there's all these restaurants and businesses and like even black owned businesses that are like, whoa, 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 whoa. A cop killed a dude on camera in Minneapolis and now my store in Houston is burning down? Yeah. Hold on, man. So how many people are going to be hurt by the long-term economic devastation that Antifa is causing? But... I don't see enough of this shit on social media. I don't see enough of people saying, hey, guys, uh, can we talk about these motherfuckers that are coming in, making us look bad? So uh, the thing that pisses me off is, like, the economy just took a hit. And as it's down on the ground, Antifa comes and kicks it in the stomach. Meanwhile, ain't shit getting solved. I don't hear no solutions. Like, I've seen Killer Mike speak. I've seen Charlemagne the God speak. Um, I've seen a lot of people speak. But I go on Black Lives Matter's Twitter, and I'm trying to see. I, I, even on social media, I, show me a screenshot. Show me a meme, an Instagram thing, something that outlines, this is step one. This is how we're going to fix it. Because apparently protests and marching, and, and that ain't, it only leads to Antifa coming in like a parasite, taking advantage of the situation, and now you got riots, people getting hit with rubber bullets and tear gas, and now you can't even protest in peace. So, uh, I just feel like there needs to be clear instructions, not just white supremacy, uh, tear down the whole thing and start over. We're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Could, could you also factor in negligence? Could you also factor in corruption, incompetence? Uh, are some of these cases just uh, overworked, underpaid, stressed out cop that might have PTSD and he thought the wallet was a gun? I don't know. I'm not trying to defend none of, none of this bullshit at all. But you can't just always say white supremacy because aren't there? I'm sure you could find like Asian cops and Hispanic cops that have also shot people. Are they also KKK? Is there an Asian KKK? I don't know. I haven't looked at all the facts. Are there, are there any um, cases of like white cops beating up on white people or white cops or, or even black cops beating up on, you know, a Hispanic dude or a white dude or an Asian dude? I don't know. Maybe not that many. But, um, you know, it, it's, it's just frustrating because another thing, too, that we're seeing is like, like Mighty Soul mentioned earlier, the social media peer pressure of like, if you're silent, that's the funniest shit ever. If you're silent, you're basically racist. You're siding with uh, um, police brutality. You're pro-police brutality if you're not putting this thing on your Facebook. What? So what do I post to show that I'm anti-terrorism? 
What do I show that I'm anti slapping little babies? What do I sh- what can I post to show that I'm anti calling your mama a hoe to her face? What can I post to say that you're not allowed to uh, uh, walk up in your neighbor's house and just move into their basement? What can I po- there's so many things I'm against. How do I post it all? I thought it was common sense that you should be anti-racism. I didn't know you had to post. I mean, I just think people expect for you to like really be say it loud, you know, like make sure you It should be it you should, should go and say. Every other post they accept, I guess they want you to be like you know, I don't really know. I don't really know what they want. All I know is Who started I, it? Was it Russia? Was it China? Whose idea was it? Was it BLM that said this is what we're posting? Um, so I think really how it began was the music industry said, do not post any, we're not going to stream any music or stream anything on YouTube today for Blackout Tuesday, right? So if you agree and you want to jump on this, then put a black square, meaning you're going to mute. That's That's right. So that's why it was like, don't, if you like, don't music, anything that has to do with entertainment, meaning like uh, dance studios, any of that stuff. It was like, don't have classes today. Don't do anything. One girl that I follow, um, she's a dance hall instructor. And uh, she was like, no, like I'm not going to participate in the, um, in the blackout Tuesday where she's not going to hold classes on Tuesday because she kind of felt like that's part of the problem. The economy is the problem also. So by her not participating, she feels that she is not, you know, uh, she's helping the problem because bad economy means poor people, which means that's who hurts. And, you know, and so then the ripple begins, you know? Um, it's just such a touchy subject. There's, you know, there's, there's, it's, it's sad. It's sad. It's frustrating. And on top of that, There's no solutions being suggested, and there's a lot of misinformation, as usual. So, for example, you know how some people are like, you got to say Black Lives Matter to show that you're against, you know, police brutality and and racism and so on, right? Mm -hmm. And then sometimes some people like to say, yes, yes, Black Lives Matter, because all lives matter. And then it turns into a word debate. Well, if, if a house is on fire, then... Would you say, you know what I'm saying? It's like, do you say the kitchen is matters more than because the and it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now it's turning into all lives matter means you're de, you're belittling and you're not acknowledging the the lived truths that African Americans experience. Because if you're not black, you don't know what it's like to be black. Mm-hmm. Right? Or you you Well, yeah, it's true. If you're not black, you're not going to know what it's like to be black. You have no idea. So <clears throat> they call that a lived truth, meaning you don't understand it because you don't live it. And I get that. But there's just like word debates. And you know what I'm saying? Like you're like splitting, splitting hairs with like calling, trying to cancel people. Like didn't Amanda Seals post something? Yeah, like don't include me in this 
Like, it's not my job to educate others, basically. It's like it's their job to educate themselves. So quit asking me to jump on this social media bandwagon and fucking... She's like, I'm on my trampoline right now, enjoying my trampoline time. So I'm not going to get on this motherfucker and post anything. Yeah. Her and words, it, not mine. Yeah, and it can come across... It could definitely be uh, come across as insensitive, and, and especially, especially if you're black. Especially if you're black and you're not going along with a certain narrative, then you're going to be called to Uncle Tom. And, and if you're black, uh, you're not really allowed, and I'm, I'm, I'm speaking hyperbole, right? Like, you're not really allowed to be conservative <clears throat> or have any Republican views. Although, many Republicans would argue that the best place for the African-American community is over in the Republican Party. Let that sink in for a little bit. Because if you're African-American, you want to take your vote you want to keep your vote with the Democrats, basically, you, first, they're going to uh, go for the female vote first. That's just a bigger group. There's just more numbers. So uh, women power, that's why they're going to have Kamala Harris as vice president. They, need the fe- they want the female vote. Who else, what other vote they want before you get to blacks? Mm. They're going to value the Latino vote more because there's a lot of immigrants coming in and we multiply fast. Latinos, you know, we're just a younger uh, uh, community age group, the demographically. So they're going to value the brown vote more. So now now you get into, okay, let's talk about the black vote and what y'all want to see done. You don't have a lot of leverage with the Democrats because they've already taken you for granted. Biden already thinks he's homeboy. He cool with that. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know if you're for me or for Trump, then you ain't black. Motherfucker was trying to talk slick and shit, trying to talk cool with Charlemagne, and it bit him in the ass. Although he felt comfortable, and they had some chemistry, and they were hitting it off, and they didn't show you that part. So in a way, that was fake news. Because um, I don't think at the time Charlemagne took offense. I think he was just like, okay, we were already riffing. But anyway, uh, fake news happens on both sides. Um, <clears throat> so, you know what I would like to hear? I would like to hear Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, Hillary, and anybody else, Man, they no, they AOC. Still, they still ain't got no solution, bro. They, they, they don't even know what the fuck they're going to do they about COVID. Exactly. Um, you know, for, first of all, the governor, the Democratic governor of Cali, California, needs to figure out what he's about to do with his economy. Because Texas is already figuring it out. Um, Cuomo, everybody's sucking Cuomo's nuts, talking about he need to be president. That's presidential. Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo is what I call... Pre- Man, he sent old folks with corona back to the old folks' homes because the experts told him, hey, man, you're going to run out of hospital beds. You might want to be ready to send these old folks back to where they came from. And they didn't run out of hospital beds, but they stuck to the script and they sent old folks back to the old folks' home. And that's why 50% of their deaths were old folks' homes deaths. And they had the highest numbers because Cuomo's went with the fucking experts. But anyway... um, I want to hear what Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, well, especially Joe Biden. Um, Kam- you know what, Kamala, you have to go see what Kamala Harris has been putting on Twitter. She pretty much is like damn near siding with, uh, what's the word, I'm, with the domestic terrorists. Like, she's not calling out Antifa. She's fi- figuring out ways to, like, keep the riots going, basically. Um, but anyway, I want to hear, since Joe Biden, since you're running for president, 
I'm willing to vote for you if you're going to give me a plan. I want to hear from you. So you could tweet it. If you don't want to leave the basement, you could tweet it. Yeah. You could tweet it. I want to see that you're sick and tired of this shit like we sick and tired of this shit. What are you going to do so we could vote for your 80-year-old bitch ass? Sorry. I'm sorry, but... Um, um, Trump, too. How about... I want to see a solution. Wanna, yeah, everybody, anybody who wants to run, give me a fucking solution. I want to hear solutions. T.I., I want to hear solutions. Killer Mike, I want to hear solutions being suggested. Yeah, like all these people who, like, out there, uh, you know, being activists, you being know, they it's media, being on social media, they need uh, to have solutions, especially with such big platforms, you know what I'm saying? Like... You know, people expect for you to do something about it, but wait a minute, what are you going to do about it? Well, um, although I am an artist, and a lot of times artists aren't experts on the economy, they're not the, they're, artists tend to, and I'm including myself in this, right, because I'm an artist, um, we tend to not have all the answers, we tend to not know what to say, we tend not to have solutions, right? And I heard it firsthand with Young Jeezy, one of my favorite rappers ever. He did his whole long speech, right? And again, Jeezy's black, so I have no place telling black folks how to feel about this. So I'm not going to talk about how he feels and how he should feel. Mm -hmm. I just found flaws in some of the logic. And, you know, I'm sure it just came from the heart. He was riffing. I don't know if he sat with his team and they typed it out first. And then he, we saw the fifth take and they deleted the other four. I don't know. But he was on there saying, like, and that $1,200 stimulus, you can't just buy us off with the $1,200. And just because he put his name on the checks uh, doesn't mean we're going to give you a pass. And so I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. So the corona check was an attempt to silence you and buy you off? Like, you ain't going to buy us off that cheap with $1,200. And I'm a taxpayer, and just because you put your name on the money don't mean you're doing me any favors. I'm a taxpayer. That's our money. Okay, cool. But what the fuck? Does the corona stimulus check that's trying to offset some bullshit that came from fucking China mm. from a fucking lab or a bat or, so, or a wet market, nobody freaking knows, some shit that didn't kill 100,000 Americans yeah. and is going to kill even more due to economic fucking recession and, and, and bullshit, like businesses not being able to withstand the storm. Why are you... It weakens your argument. Why are you bringing up stuff that don't got nothing to do with George Floyd? Exactly. But, you know, again, he's just venting. He's expressing himself. And, you know, I see, like, comics and artists and people that I respect and people that are my friends. Just people. Just everybody. Everybody's hurt. There's no healing. There's, I'm not hearing solutions. Um, that's, really, that's really what me and Mighty Soul have been talking about. It's like, this is disgusting. It's gone on way too fucking much. It's, it's almost, like, ridiculous. Like, all right, y'all, no more hashtags. Can we just put a pause and is it, is it police reform? Is it, for example, I want to hear good ideas. Like, for, for instance, what if police didn't have to pull people over and be nervous? If you, like Rogan said, you might be cartel or you might be with your homies going to get dinner. Um, I don't know. I'm a cop. I'm nervous. I'm already PTSD. I'm, my, my homeboy got shot at last week. Now I got to approach this car over some speed limit or over some blinker. What if we had artificial intelligence and tickets in the mail or cameras or a robot? I mean, that's scary, right? A fucking robot cop. But, you know, a little drone that follows you that's like, hey, you went too fast. Uh, we scanned your license plate. 
the tickets in the mail, uh, get on your face cam for court, get, get on your FaceTime with your lawyer at court this day. Like something futuristic so that the excuse of, hey, man, cops are PTSD and they're having, a, they're having a go and you're reaching for your ID and you're being irate and you're being disrespectful and you have an attitude and I'm telling you get out the car and now I thought it was resisting. Eliminate all that shit. Just, it's just an idea. You know, um, I mean, maybe they, I also heard Andrew Yang, who ran for president and lost, he, uh, he had a good idea. He said, what if all cops had to be a purple belt in jujitsu? So that you just have, you know how to control your body and, and you have this mental, it's just a different game, man. Anybody that's going to be a, I'm generalizing, anybody that's going to be a purple belt or black belt in jiu-jitsu is going to know you can't dogpile a person for nine minutes or you can't put your shin on the neck on the concrete with the, 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 you have the pressure of the road on your chest. Is it not common sense, though? The it man is be. saying, like, I can't yeah. breathe, bro. You yeah. got yeah. me in handcuffs. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was, like, extreme. That was, I don't know if that's second-degree murder, third-degree murder, manslaughter, first-degree murder. And what about the other cops? But ultimately, here's what's going to happen. In my opinion, what's going to happen is whatever arguments, like, I, I, I don't know if there's going to be a jury. I really don't know how that shit goes down. But they're going to bring up autopsy. They said they had, he had fentanyl and meth in his system. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if there's corruption and they just want to lie. Supposedly he had fentanyl and meth in his system. Was that going to kill him on the concrete that day? Probably not. He was going to live through whatever he had in his system. So he would have still been alive regardless. Uh, so you can only, you can't let them, you can't let the cops off. Um, they say he resisted. We don't know. We don't know because CNN hasn't let us see that part of the tape. I haven't seen that part of the tape. Fox News, nowhere. Okay, I thought cop cars were supposed to have uh, cameras. What happened with that? I mean, people on the street were filming. Uh, don't, aren't there cameras everywhere? Aren't there cameras on every business corner, on every street? Thank you. I mean, show us that footage. Let us see that footage. Somebody has that footage, and they're not letting us see it. So, regardless of whether he resisted... It, it's, did not it, call it's, for that it's behavior. Been a, no, not only that. Not only that, so it's... Didn't call for you to kill somebody. No, no, not, not only that. What I'm saying is it's already been a boiling pot. It's already been tension, especially when you have the media constantly stirring up, like race baiting and racial tension and the certain news and certain things they want to put on a loop. But, you know, America has always had that, that glitch, you know, it's part of the history here. You know, there's a lot of uh, trauma. There's a lot of pain. There's a lot of lack of accountability. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is, regardless if he resisted or not, of course you're going to erupt a nationwide riot with your bitch ass doing stupid shit on camera. You know, how much of that was negligence? How much of that was corruption? How much of that was prejudice? How much of that was bias? How much of that was racism? I think it's counterproductive to just instantly... Uh, just with a blanket approach. Everything is white supremacy. Everything is racism. Well, hold on, man. Let's, let's also factor in a little bit of corruption and negligence and, and lack of empathy, lack of training. You know, just uh, let's factor it all in so that we can realistically, is it lack of body cams, so on and so forth, so that we can realistically move forward and it's not just we're going to march, let Antifa show up, 
They start throwing bricks. Now they throwing tear gas. Now they, ru- now they throwing rubber bullets at us. Now the shit we're fighting against, police aggression, has been invited. Now there's police aggression. You all right, baby? Yeah. What are you doing? Oh, you're, oh, you're doing a breathing session in the middle of the thing. Okay. Does that mean, is that my cue? We should get off? Three more minutes? Yeah. Your blood pressure going up? No. Maybe I've repeated myself. Um, I've tried to uh, throw out some ideas and suggestions. Uh, if you have any ideas and suggestions, please send them our way on any social media page, any comment. Um, anytime people on my Facebook, uh, Instagram... Say, Chingo, you need to use your platform better. You need to talk about what's going on. It's like, first, I want to make sure I got something to contribute. I want to make sure I got all my facts straight. So I'm not just on here like a sucker following a leader. Two, you're a comedian. Not a damn politician or a damn governor or... I'm not uh, Beto O'Rourke. You're not somebody running... You know what I'm saying? I'm not a public official. You're not in politics. I I don't work for the news station. Your job is to fucking make people laugh. And talk shit and, and it just funny. And it so, just so happens it just so happens that I have a brain and a heart and I'm able to chime in on a variety of subjects. I could I could chime in on a variety of subjects. But I'm not gonna sit up here and lie and be like, uh, yes, I think marching in this case is gonna work. It's not my job to tell y'all what might might not work, but I know one thing for sure, I feel like it's kinda irresponsible to keep inviting Antifa to come in and fuck up your party. So if I was well, you... Uh, what is T. that? Well, T.I. is... Uh, oh, no. T.I. is... Li- that's Mickey. T.I. went live. wonder what he's got to say. I mean, T.I. is smart, but I want to hear some ideas and some solutions instead of always blaming Trump for every fucking thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then you have cancel culture. And then if we're going to have this adult conversation... We have to acknowledge that Antifa is out there too. If you're not if you just keep saying you can't tell people how they they want to demonstrate, you can't tell people how to feel. Uh, you can't tell me I don't have the right to uh, protest and demonstrate peacefully. No, nobody's telling you that. I'm saying let's have the adult conversation and acknowledge that these motherfuckers are in in the mix. So it, we're not gonna be able to really talk about real productive solutions until we until who posted oh wow that's so <laughs> fucked up fucked up meme um until we're until we acknowledge that antifa's in the mix then it is very irresponsible it's almost like marching is a thing of the past it's like we did that already we did that already and here comes antifa with their face mask and their bricks and they Molotov cocktails, cocktails, wanting to bring down capitalism, wanting to bring in socialism. I saw somebody from Latin America post that, hey, I saw this happen in my country too, mm-hmm. where you get like extremists, you get liberal left extremists. They're just as bad as right wing extremists. Ideas are viruses too. Don't catch a virus. Uh, a lot of these parents, they got their little kids and shit in Antifa and they're just in the basement eating Doritos all, and Hot Pockets all fucking day. How you going to feel when the Department of Justice is at Yodo and they say you're harboring a domestic terrorist? Antifa. So they all get in trouble, correct? So yes, be- yes. Grandma too. Grandma, you know your little, gra- you know little Jeremy? Little Jeremy eating them Hot Pockets and shit? 
with his friends down there, this is what he does. He goes to the car, he changes the license plate, and then he goes to a nearby state to go fuck shit up like it's a fucking field trip. Meanwhile, some of the Black Lives Matter people are having to pull out their cell phone. Hey, we're not here for that. Hey, who are you? Who sent you? Hey, can you stop? Stop spray painting. And it'll be like some Asian chick or somebody like, hey, dude, I'm here. I'm here. BLM. Just putting BLM everywhere. Okay. Making them look bad. Oh, my God. It's un pinche so, cagadero. Oh, my God. Uh, I am uh, so glad Penny has no idea what's look, going look on. Look, man, throughout all this... Think about what China, Russia, and other countries are, are looking. What's convenient to them? What they're do you? Like, they're like, hey, they're like, hey, keep spreading the race. Uh, keep keep blaming everything on race instead of just systemic corruption and, and uh, lack of accountability and negligence and and just really, really. I think the police system is set up to reward, like because police chiefs have to campaign. That feels good, boo. Police chiefs have to get reelected, right? Mm -hmm. Anytime you have a system that incentivizes people to get reelected, they're going to be maybe, what's the word, corruptible maybe, or there's, there's bias, or they don't want to rock the boat, or maybe if it's a Democrat police chief and, a, and a, a Republican mayor, I don't know if there's, I don't know how this shit works. But um, anyway, maybe we're talking in circles, maybe we're rambling. But I'm very, I get heated about this shit, not only because this man should still be alive, not only because it's a rerun of what we've been seeing over and over and over again, but I'm mad at the media for not showing you the context. I'm mad at the media for trying to like, uh, um, what's the word, put like, they do mind reading, they try to like, you know blame people for stuff they don't want to show you all the footage they want to bring back old shit that been debunked and really just to keep stirring up the pot and i think they make people go uh, choose sides also yeah, you know has, with their little fake be, news it has to be two teams it's either like you're republican or you're democrat and if you you're minority so, so you can't be a thinker you and, just can't be and guess what somebody who has an opinion like i'm neither i'm not a republican or a democrat i'm just somebody who Decides on my own what I want, what I would like to see in my own country. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't have time for nonsense. And, and also, beware of politicians, man, and the bullshit they post. Because remember, they have a political party. They have a team. They're working in a system that, that incentivizes them to, like, they want to get reelected. Um, so... A lot of times you're going to see different teams. The, the Republicans are blaming the Democratic mayors for allowing this shit to go down, letting their cities burn down. Um, the Democrats are blaming the Republicans for, I guess in their mind, they've been fanning the flames of white supremacy. But the fucked up thing is, is that if you're black or, or Latino, you're not allowed to be Republican. You looked at as an Uncle Tom. So I feel like we need to be free agents and step to the Democrats and be like, hey, man, you had our vote long enough. I done voted Democrat my whole freaking life. Now, hey, we're free agents. I'm going to see what these people talking about. I, I, feel like, I, I feel like if Charlemagne the God and like Killer Mike and just different people, people that are respected, that have influence, that people listen to, said, hey, guys, I think it's time we have a little sit-down meeting with both parties. Because we've analyzed things and we see that the black vote is not valued. It's taken for granted on the Democrat side. 
you know, from what I hear, the Republicans, all they care is you, you back the Constitution, you don't bother nobody, you have the right to happiness, freedom, liberty, you got the right to bear arms. Hey, if you if you down with the Constitution, you down with us. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. But they're going to call you a, a sellout, cracker, wannabe, Uncle Tom, uh, coconut, this, that, and the third. And, um, and follow some of these politicians on, on Twitter and see what they're saying. And just keep in mind what party they are because you'll see a pattern. You'll see um, Julian Joaquin Castro from San Antonio, Democrats. You'll see the Voto Latino people who would always hit me up and make sure all the Latinos vote Democrat. But I want to see what Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden and all these people are like. Man, I want to see a five-step or a five-point or a, show me three ideas, something. Something, something that shows you care and you're not really just out there trying to just stir shit up. Don't just do a cute for social media. I want to see some, because we, we want to vote. We're ready to vote. We're ready to vote out any corruption. We're ready to vote out anybody that's not for prosecuting. You know what I'm saying? We're ready to vote out anybody that's covering up police brutality. If you're a crooked judge, whoever it is, district attorney, police chief, I don't give a damn all the way from the top to the bottom. People ready to vote. But I want to hear ideas and solutions. So with that being said, Get make sure you guys are being informed. informed. Make sure you're doing your own research. Don't believe everything that is put on social media, on you, the news. If they show you a video, think to yourself, I would like some more context. Can you show me 10 seconds prior to where y'all jumped on them? You know what I'm saying? Can I see the whole tape? Does anybody have the entire tape? Not just a little bit before when they first caught him with the counterfeit 20, which is a, I mean, come on. That's such a bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, show me the whole tape. Because I guarantee you when it comes to court time, and if these cats get off a light, if they get off light due to, well, the autopsy showed that it really wasn't the knee to the neck. It was just kind of like everybody jumping on his or sitting on his back or whatever they were doing. Uh, or they might be like, well, the autopsy showed this or this camera angle showed this. And this is the part where I was afraid for my life. Whatever the fuck they're going to argue, they're not letting us see all that right now. They want to see some shit burned down first. So that Trump could look bad or I don't know what the fuck. Or maybe other countries are like, yes, we want to see America turn into a third world country. And if we're not careful, if we're not mindful of like the global perspective, if we're not mindful of how the media plays a role. Yes, social media is a tool, but it can also fucking mind fuck you. So use your brain. Don't don't use loser think like ask the right questions. You know, read the whole article, not just the fucking headline. For example. <laughs> well, the march uh, that is being um, organized. organized by Bun B in uh, Trade the Truth. Yes. It's intended to be. Uh, is uh, just started. And, and it's intended to be uh, peaceful as all of these marches are intended to be. At what point does Antifa show up and say, hey, there's a crowd now, man. Let's get out the car. Cover your face, bro. You got your brakes ready. Even uh, look at that. Joel, Joel, Joel Osteen, Osteen out there. there. Poor Joel Osteen, he's still recovering from his uh, Hurricane Harvey. Uh, what, what's he doing out there? I have to, I have to be out here to prove, prove I'm not racist. You know, we feel the pain. We're all outraged. So, but I think we can turn the anger into action. That we can 
do our part to love one another, to treat each other with respect and honor. I'll say one more thing. I don't believe that George, George's death is going to be in vain. God knows how to take what was meant for harm and somehow bring good out of it. This can be a turning point in our city and our nation. We can learn to love and accept each other in spite of our differences. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. And train the cops better. And don't resist. And don't let Antifa get all up in your rights. Okay, um, my thing is, people are quick to talk shit about you having a show this weekend, but what about these people protesting? Exactly. Ain't no, ain't no COVID Ain't no there. social distancing, you know what I'm saying? People gathering, and I get it. You have the right to gather. And people are tired, and the weather's nice, and people are tired of being locked up. And, and you got to factor in, it's a lot of young punks out there that just want to throw a brick. You know what I'm saying? Or, or bust a, a cop car with a skateboard. And it's like people watching from home on TV like, motherfucker, I'm a taxpayer. How much did that cop Tahoe cost? Mm. It's like, bro, some of these businesses y'all tearing up aren't even allowed to open all the way up yet. You tearing up shit. You tearing up shit that's already dying. Mm -hmm. So stop letting Antifa fuck up George Floyd's memory. Mm -hmm. And uh, sorry, I don't speak the way Joel Osteen does. You know, um... But enough is enough, and if you have any ideas, hopefully, you know, please, I want to amplify the good messages. I want to amplify the ideas and, and the stuff that might actually lead to progress, because it's the year 2020, and I feel like the tools have to be there, or we have to be very close to where we'll never see this ever happen again. We're super close. We can be super close, but we can't, I, I feel like the black civil rights movement or the black equality movement lost a couple years due to what the media was showing on a loop, which was some rioting and some looting, caused probably by not even BLM. It was probably caused by Antifa or whoever else, these little undercover people. I don't know who would benefit from America turning into a burning shithole. Yeah, a burning fucking shithole with a shitty-ass economy. And it just goes to show how fragile the country is because some shit could go down thousands of miles away and now your shit's on fire. Your neighborhood's on fire. Now you got babies in your house and you're hearing helicopters in the fucking uh, in the sky. That's, what we're, that's, what, that's how it's affecting us, Sol. We're, hearing, we're having to hear helicopters in the sky. Well... Because Antifa don't know how to act. <laughs> and, 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 and it's going to continue to be like that. Until, like, and, and it's like you made a good point the other day when we were talking when you said what black people should do is say they're going to go protest, not show not, up, and, and then like, fucking get those, get those. Exactly. If that's not a perfect fucking trap, I don't know what the fuck is. But, but the way Antifa works is they're waiting in their cars. They're hiding out, waiting for the crowd to gather. They need a crowd. That's why, how many Antifa people did you see throwing bricks two weeks ago? How many Antifa people did you see starting fires and going to get a pallet of bricks and uh, 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 spray painting how many Antifa people were spray painting two weeks ago? They waited for a moment like this. And unfortunately, this, this could be a moment where we actually solve the problem of police brutality in America. But this Antifa shit is a variable that has to be addressed. BLM has to con con what is it? condemn them and they have to organize differently. It's going to have to be a different fight. It's not the same fight 
MLK had where you could march and civil disobedience. Mm -hmm. Because MLK was very persuasive. You know how Martin Luther King was able to get conservatives on his side? He was religious like them. Mm. He was persuasive. If you want to win, you got to persuade America. You have to persuade everybody. You have to persuade white people. You can't just be uh, a minority in downtown with a megaphone screaming at other minorities that are already on your side. Mm -hmm. Anyway, what the fuck do I know? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's the What Did He Said podcast. I'm just a comedian. Do not take political or financial advice from me. Uh, however, we will be in your city really soon. Uh, it seems like it might be Republican governors uh, states only because they seem to be allowing businesses to try to get back on track. Whereas I'm not sure what some of these other governors are thinking. Maybe they just want to make uh, So check I'm this out sure. uh, real quick, guys, uh, for all the... We've talked about it in the past about these California dates and so forth. But um, just so you guys know, I've been kind of talking to the improvs because California has a 100% all the way open, not even at 50%. They're still working at 25%. Actually, Jerry texted me while we've been on this on this podcast. And he was like, hey, I just wanted to confirm we're still good for June 18th for Ontario. I said, as far as I know, when I talked to the improv, they said we are good to go because he said... As far as he's concerned, Ontario hasn't even opened yet. No comedy club has opened yet. Mm. So I ended up sending an email just to double check because I sent one last night when we got in town and I haven't heard back. So I figured I should just send another one in case that one was missed because um, I've got to hurry up and buy tickets for us to get there. Mm -hmm. And if I buy them, I mean, I know we'll, we'll have a credit. It doesn't matter, but... You know, I just want to make sure that we don't have any issues. If we don't have to fly out there, then why do it? You know what I'm saying? And uh, it's pretty bad. You can't do shit, according to Jerry right now. It's like, no. He's like, no, dude, it's pretty strict out here. We can't do shit. So, I don't know. So, anyway, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. I know it's been a minute since we've done the, our, the podcast together. I've started my podcast. If you haven't uh, tuned into that, please do. I currently have a, uh, on a, a brighter note or lighter uh, convo. Um, I've actually started this uh, Women in Business series um, and just kind of promoting women in business and how they manage life, uh, you know, kids. Uh, being an entrepreneur and, you know, being a sister, a mother, a friend, and, you know, still being able to juggle it all. It's been really cool. I've been really like, uh, I've had a lot of fun just, uh, just talking to all these ladies and learning what everybody does. And, you know, um, it's really cool, guys. I, I hope you guys take the time to listen to them. I would really appreciate if you guys sub sub subscribe. And then uh, I think Chingo's going to start some kind of series maybe here know. soon. I don't know, man. I mean, with everything happening. <laughs> um, if not, then I'll be on here again uh, pretty soon. It'll yeah. be back to us. It usually is us, but, you know, I've been busy and you've been busy. So, you know, you still have to get the podcast, keep the podcast going. So you've yeah. been taking over. Um, but we'll be on here as the tour continues, guys, as we still keep trying to handle this crazy world we're in I mean, right now. I don't know what other curveball the simulation is going to... I don't know what else gonna... either. I'm so over it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what other curveball, you know what I mean? Like, our first weekend back in Dallas, unfortunately, um, some cops in Minneapolis did what they did. And, and it, I mean, there's obviously a lot of pent-up 
anger and trauma and just a bunch of bullshit to where it ignited some shit in Dallas and everywhere else. You know, as as it, as would what else would you expect, right? And, and not only that, it was funny. Uh, so I forgot my my square uh, to charge, oh, folks. And so I told Chingo and I said to scan cards whenever people buy stuff. So anyhow, I told Chingo, I said, man, I really got to go find a square um, charger so that I can charge people and not keep them waiting so long because entering people's credit card manually takes forever. So it was a mission, guys. So we had no, okay, so we had the show, so we had no idea that there was a curfew and people were rioting and looting as bad. I mean, we had seen it, but we didn't know it had gotten that bad. Um, so then we go to the Apple store and I see all these people outside waiting and I'm like, what's going on? They're like, I don't know. It seems like they've shut down. I was like, what shut down? What's going on? Excuse me. We go to the next place. Now we're at the mall, right? Is that the next stop we went to? Now well, we're at the now mall. The mall was closed. The mall surrounded with cops. They're not letting anybody in because of the rioting and the looting that just had happened so the now, night before while we were having a show. Which we were having a show at 50% capacity due to a pandemic. So while we're in a pandemic, there's rioting, looting, Antifa, uh, uh, outside forces taking advantage of George Floyd's death, other countries rooting on the fact that America is on fire. You got Democrats blaming Republicans, Republicans blaming Democrats, people blaming Trump for all of this. And I don't hear no fucking solutions. So uh, hopefully some healing could begin. Like Joe Osteen said, let's turn this anger into action. I'm willing to amplify and, and, and get the message out. Like whatever it is we're needs to be done so that this never happens so again. So I'm down to repost solutions. Solutions so that this never, ever, ever has to happen and again. And it has to stop. And, it has to stop. people can't be afraid of cops and so on and so forth. And it has to stop also, guys, bet between us. People in, you know, out there in the world, not just cops, between us. Like this hate against each other needs to stop. This discrimination against each other needs to stop. Like it all just needs to stop. And, um, um, Fuck was I gonna say? Uh, so black li black lives matter. Whoa, BLM. Sorry, I'm having to lean and shit because we're sharing a mic. Long story. Black lives matter needs to persuade white people and America and the general population um, of what their mission is and what they stand for. Unfortunately, what we're seeing on the news is people looting and rioting and tearing shit up, right? You're persuading in the wrong direction. You're showing people the opposite of what you want to show them. And hopefully, whoever the leaders are, BLM, the leadership should acknowledge, hey guys, Antifa's making us look bad. These marches aren't really working. It's backfiring. People are getting hurt. Businesses are getting hurt. Black businesses, small, independent, black-owned businesses, people that spent their life savings getting these businesses up and running are now going to have uh, 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 are now going to be hurting and at what point does does BLM's leadership step in and say hey guys we need to find a different way because we're persuading in the wrong direction we're persuading people to be more racist we're showing them images that we you don't want people's brains to start associating in their head so uh we're going to go pray <laughs> i think we're going to go so much energy look look at how much energy Got me all yeah, worked. That's why I had to do the little yeah, and it's like, and now I gotta. That's I was here. 
but and I think the frustration, like I was saying, it's like we're trying to get back to work. Thankfully, Governor Abbott let us have 50 percent of capacity in the club. Everybody had a great time. The Addison Improv, one of the best clubs in the country. And I'm not just saying that because I was just there. I'm saying that because the type of management, the way they run the place, it's, they're creative, they're innovative, they solve problems, they, they put the fan first, they take care of the artists, they're super innovative. And, um, and we may even consider the New Year's uh, show there. Yeah, we love it so Maybe. much. We might do New Year's Eve. Uh, we, we've never done a New Year's show. Yeah, we're, we're trying to go back to Arlington. And hopefully, cities aren't on fire, people aren't hurting, and we're not having to see someone else getting hurt. And, and, it's, and, it's, affecting every, and it's affecting the economy. It's affecting the economy because there we were in Dallas. Malls are having to close. Apple stores are closed. Like, shopping centers, everything's having to shut down. Now there's a curfew. Now there's more tension. And everything's just, it's like the black movement lost 10 years by allowing Antifa to come up in there. All right, guys. Uh, have a good day. We love y'all. Thank you for the love and support. We appreciate the feedback. Uh, the Palestinian couple that came out oh, yeah, was showing out love. So yes. many people, so many people talking about cafecito time. We did the uh, cheers as part of the show. We did a Q and A, Marisol and I, for the first show. Marisol went up there and, and we riffed. And um, Marisol took a gazillion pictures all weekend. Um, the tour's looking great. Uh, we're excited. Hopefully. And if you came out, thank you guys. Yeah. We really appreciate it. Thank you. So y'all stay positive. Don't fall for the okie doke. Don't let people propaganda you to death. Uh, uh, you know, let's find solutions. And with that being said, we're going to um, keep it moving. Thank you. Thank Peace. you for tuning in. Peace.